Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. All right, I always like to start with something interesting, and this is coming to your Amazon Echo speaker in about a month. It's something that they're calling branded answers. This is just genius on their part. What do you think branded answers means? Well, next time you ask Alexa something like, so Alexa, how do I make sure that my dog never gets fleas? Alexa's going to come back and say, oh, good question. In order to prevent your dog from ever getting fleas, you need to buy your little fur baby, your loved one, a Hertz flea collar. Would you like me to send you one now? Mm. Yes. Isn't that just brilliant marketing? You know, I started thinking about with Amazon and all the revenues and things that have been growing. And I often wondered why Jeff Bezos actually quit as the CEO of Amazon. I mean, after all, he was still in his prime. Yes, get it. And on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to America's largest show about all things digital. It's your most trusted source, after all. It's called The Kim Commando Show because I'm America's digital pro, Kim Commando, here with you once again. And you can find us on over 420 top stations from coast to coast. And of course, we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando, with a K, of course. And you can find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, Whenever you want to listen, whenever you would like to watch the show, it's just a few bucks a month and you get a free 30-day trial over at GetKim.com. Once again, that's GetKim.com. And a special thank you goes out to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women in 175 countries and over 200 shifts at sea get the Kim Commando Show. I just love that. And I'm sure you have a question or two about something digital that I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right. Every single day, every single day, I scour the news sites. I read press releases. And I talk to industry insiders. And these are my BFFs to bring you up to date so I can come up with just the five top things that you need to know about tech in this part of the show that's happening right now. And I always like to focus in the beginning on tech news and our world. And I'd like you to sit back and just consider if this was your week. And this is how Elon Musk spent his past week. Well, first of all, if you buy a Tesla and it has the self-driving technology, it's going to cost you $15,000 extra. It used to be $12,000, but Tesla just raised the price. Well, this past week, Tesla was sued accusing them of falsely advertising its autopilot and full self-driving features. So in case you're wondering what's the difference, autopilot will make the car steer, accelerate, and brake within lanes. Full self-driving Let's the cars obey traffic signals and can change lanes as long along with everything that autopilot does. Now, I have to agree, Elon, it doesn't really work as advertised, at least not in my Tesla plaid. And then the second thing that happened to Elon Musk this past week is whether or not he's actually going to go through and purchase Twitter for a mere $44 billion. And Musk is using this latest twist to his advantage. There was a Twitter whistleblower who was fired for poor performance, and he came out in front of Congress that there was a Chinese spy on their payroll, among other things. Musk wants out of the Twitter deal. He does. The stockholders and the board of directors are holding him to his $44 billion buyout. 
And finally this, Elon Musk has asked for a full attendance report for anyone who's working in the Tesla factory in California. Hmm, a full attendance report. Obviously, he wants to know who's showing up and who's not, and there probably is a problem or else he wouldn't be asking for the report. Oh, and just one more thing that happened to Elon Musk this past week. The week closed and Elon Musk lost how much because of the downturn in the stock market? How much do you think he lost? Oh. $8.4 billion this past week. Okay, so how was your week? I think it was pretty good compared to that, right? All right, number two on our list. This is a really sad story. Human trafficking is now in scammers' hands. Now, when you hear the words human trafficking, you probably think of sex workers, right? Well, I ran across this story in ProPublica this past week, and it was really unbelievable. You see, human trafficking is now being used to force people to work as cyber scammers. Yes, I said cyber scammers. They focused on a crime syndicate from China that is offering desperate poor people in Thailand, Vietnam, and China, of course, marketing jobs. And they say, you know, so these people apply for these jobs and they say, you don't need to have much experience. We're going to teach you everything that you need to know. And you're going to make all this wonderful money. But you have to move to take the job. Okay. So when they move, these people are kept in something like a jail. They can't leave. They're held in remote areas. ProPublica details how they're forced to learn scripts to steal money from victims in the U.S. in these get-rich-quick schemes. And it gets even worse. They're told that they need to buy their freedom, but the amount of money is needed is too high for them to come up with. And if the person is bad at the scams, gosh, the human traffickers will actually sell that person. Here's an actual ad. Selling a Chinese man just smuggled from China, 22 years old, with ID card, problem typing very slow. Okay. A list price of $10,000. Uh, another ad read, Cambodia, six Bangladeshis can type and speak English. Wow. I'll tell you, it's a fascinating look into the underground world of human trafficking and scammers. I mean, I never thought that you put those two together. And if you want to read the whole thing, it's over at ProPublica. All right, number three in our list, six million people all at once. Yes, flight tracker sites and apps let you see where any flight is located. In this past week, I'm sure you know, the Queen's Coffin was flown from Edinburgh, Scotland, on a Royal Air Force plane to an airport near London. Well, the flight lasted one hour and 12 minutes. And get this, within the first minute of the plane's transponder activating, six million people tried to track the flight carrying the late Queen's Coffin. Six million people in an instant. Anyway, the site Flight Radar 24, it couldn't handle all of that much traffic. And in the end, about five million people could follow the Queen's final flight on the site and in the app. Now, the plane used the call sign Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk. That was the name used for any flight that carried Queen Elizabeth on board. And so the Queen's flight broke Flight Radar 24's most traffic flight in the site's history. What do you think the number two flight that was tracked the most? Just give me a guess. What do you think the most, the second most followed flight in the history of this website that's been around for so many years? Uh, the second place is House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Over seven hours from Kamalapur to Taipei, Taiwan, a total of 2.92 million people followed at least a portion of the flight back in August. All right, number four on our list 
do you actually know where the 10,000 steps a day comes from? Have you ever thought about that? You know, our fitness trackers tell us that we need to take about 10,000 steps a day. But is that the best number to get all the great health benefits? And if you do more than 10,000 steps, are you really much better off? Well, research from the University of Massachusetts find that the latest numbers show that people who walked at least 7,000 steps a day on average were 50 to 75 percent less likely to die of any cause for the next 10 years compared to those who took fewer steps. Okay, well, that's pretty telling. But what if you do 12,000 steps, 15,000 steps? Would the health benefits should then be phenomenal, right? No. You can put your shoes away. After 10,000 steps, the health benefits actually leveled off. And there was no correlation between mortality and how fast you're walking. So just stroll your neighborhoods and parks and get anywhere between 7,000 and 10,000 steps a day. And by the way, the 10,000 steps a day, where exactly? Was that science? No. It was a marketing shtick by a Japanese company trying to sell pedometers during the 1964 Tokyo Olympic Games. No science behind it at all. And I know what you're thinking, Kim. It doesn't matter to me. I've been hiding from doing any type of exercise for years. I'm in the fitness protection program. Mm. And finally, last this, coming in at number five, something to make you smile, of course. Asking the public to name the probe to Uranus may have been a mistake. Mm. You know, this whole thing, uh, people are asking the Internet to name their kids and Britain to name submarines and a space account on Twitter. Just that as NASA is kind of almost talking about putting together plans to go to the giant ice planet someday. Now, fortunately, many of the replies to the viral treat were not about butts and things that go with it. Some folks said that they should name the mission after the British astronomer, William Herschel. I didn't know who he was. I looked him up. He discovered Uranus and its moons back in the 1700s. And because the moons, the, and because Uranus moons are named after Shakespearean characters, so the word tempest, it seemed to come up a lot. Or Odin, the Norse god who fought ice giants, because they called the ice giant planets, so some things did make sense. So now the names that you've been saying, hmm, I wonder what the other kind of names were. Well, there was uh, Deep Dive, Charmin, uh, Seymour, like the name Seymour, and then the last name Butts, Seymour Butts. Uh, there was the, they wanted to call it the Research Education Charging Towards Uranus Mission. And if you put all the first letters of all that together, you get the word um, rectum. Uh, there was also the Planetary Orbital Observations Probe. Shorten that up. It's poop. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, thank God we have the Internet to do all these wonderful things, right? But you might be wondering, why didn't NASA name Apollo rockets with letters? Why did they ever do that? Well, here's the deal. Because if Apollo F crashed and with all its crew... It would have to make an apology. Get it? Like apology? I know, I know. Sorry about that. All right. There's a lot coming up here you don't want to miss. Like, for example, we have some quick fixes for slow Wi-Fi. Yes. We have three ways to make sure that Facebook isn't listening because, you know, we all think that they do. Uh, and in our digital privacy tip, new iPhone and Android security features to turn on because they're a new iOS for both iPhones and Androids. We're going to tell you how you can earn gift cards just by searching the web. We're going to also tell you how you should be handling a data breach when that happens. And of course, we have all of your fantastic phone calls from coast to coast here on the Kim Commando Show.
Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder, if you're just too shy to get on a national radio show and podcast, well, it's super easy to drop me your question. Just head over to the website. That's commando.com with a K, of course. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. And that's where the magic happens. In just a few moments, a quick fix for slow Wi-Fi. And how about we get this party started already with Paul from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello there, Paul. Glad to have you with us. Hi, Kim. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. (laughs) Well, you know what? We appreciate you listening and going to the website and getting our newsletters, too. So, um, And thank you for your kind words. So how can I help you out today? So my wife, she's a really great cook, really good at baking, and uh, she has this idea of putting together a cookbook, which has been a 15-year project in it, there's some all kinds of fiascos. But the point is, is uh, we were just talking about finding some software that she could make a cookbook and something simple, but uh, without spending an arm and a leg, and we were kind of talking about it, and I just said, I guess, I said, I bet you Kim Commando knows. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I did. I sent an email, and, and uh, here we are now talking. Oh, you know what? That's so awesome. So what is the best <laughs> thing that she makes, Paul? I mean, you said she's a fabulous cook, but what's the one, if you could say like one thing, what do you think that would be? Well, personally, I'm for her cherry pie. Mm. And, uh, so she bakes really well. And she cooks really well. And uh, yeah, that's how she expresses her love for people. Oh. And, uh, and so she wanted to make a cookbook and put all kinds of recipes, and, uh, and there was just a big disaster, and she put it on hold for a little long time and started over again. So. Well, you know, it's really super easy to make cookbooks now. There's, um, of course, you can buy software and download software, but there's there might be some other ways. Like, for example, if you are, have a Shutterfly account, you have pictures, is that you can actually make a photo book and include pictures of the food along with recipes or even pictures of people who maybe she got the recipes from with little stories about it. Uh, there's also a mixed book that's really popular that does beautiful recipe books, gorgeous. And if you're looking for uh, maybe uh, an, another type of option, it's, uh, I'm trying to think, it's createmycookbook.com. But you know what? I'll post links to all of these over inside the Commando community. So if you can go to commando.com slash community, and then that's where I'll post some links for you. But real quick, I, we don't have a lot of time, but what was this disaster that she mentioned? Okay, so about 15 years ago, she had this idea. And she had this software called Master Cook, mm-hmm. and it went defunct. And she had lost the, the, the software and then lost the case to get the software. She had literally loaded up. 500 recipes in the cloud and now she and now she can't get to it and she was so discouraged that she just put it aside and three years later she was ready to try it again oh i see we're having to find a new 
in software. Yeah, and, I, uh, yeah, I understand that. You know, just to let you know, Paul, that um, Master Cook is still online. They're at mastercook.com. I know the program you're talking about was super popular for so many years. And so maybe what you want to do is, you know, give a shout out and drop a note to their tech support over there and tell them your, your story. Maybe there's some way they might be able to help you get it back. I'm not sure. Uh, but... Congratulations, she still wants to do the project after that type of nightmare. And again, we'll put the links over inside the Commando community. All right, coming up in just a few moments, some new iPhone and Android security features that I want you to turn on. We're going to talk about how you can earn gift cards just by searching the web. And then later on, you've heard about the data breaches. Well, what are you supposed to do then? And before we go back to all of your phone calls... Ah, uh, is Facebook really listening? I mean, this is a familiar scenario. You're talking to a friend and afterwards you hop on Facebook and there on your feed are advertisements for the same thing that you were just talking about. Hmm, coincidence or what? All right, a couple ways to make sure that Facebook isn't listening. Let's start. You want to check your Facebook permissions on your phone or computer, and they're under your app settings or privacy settings. Number two is make sure the mic is off. If you want to go a step further, you can totally block your microphone. There are gadgets out there like Mic Lock. They trick your device into thinking that a mic is plugged in. It blocks any sounds from being recorded. Or you can just do it yourself. You can grab an inexpensive pair of headphones or earbuds, cut the cord near the jack, plug it into your computer, and no sounds can be recorded. Now, it may not necessarily be Facebook listening, just as an FYI, because Facebook, they've always said they don't do that. But what they could be doing is you have some app on your phone that it is listening and the mic is on, and then Facebook is probably buying that data from that third party. So what you want to do is get inside your phone, Android, iOS, look at your apps, and make sure that the mic is off if it's not needed. Like, for example, you don't need it on a flashlight, and you shouldn't even have a flashlight app on your phone anyway. All right, back to the phones we go with Bruce in Tampa, Florida. Hi there, Bruce. Hi, Kim. It is awesome to talk with you. Oh, thank you. Thank I've you. got a question, okay. and um, basically uh, a little bit of background on it. I was walking out of the gym, and I get a message on my iPhone that my that one of my army, my old army buddies, got a um, um, had lost his Facebook account, and they asked for my phone number. And silly me, I gave gave the phone number, and then they asked for a four digit code. And lickety split, I lost my account, and I tried everything to get it back to, and uh, and it has been um, very difficult. And not only that, my friends are being preyed on, um, oh, you know, because they're doing the exact same the exact same thing. I went to Just Answer; they gave me some email addresses to Facebook. Um, those didn't work. I've uploaded my driver's license to prove to Facebook that it's me and no response. It's just been really, you know, and then I just came up some out of the box, out of the box thinking. And I said, Kim Commando Kenobi, digital goddess, oh, you're my only hope. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, let's talk about Facebook. Facebook it makes how much do you think they make a year? What, $2 billion, right? Something like that. Their revenues. Mm -hmm. And if it were any other company, think about this, any other company, think of a car manufacturer, um, the power company, 
your your cell phone provider. If there was any other company where you could not speak to a person, we would go ballistic, right? I mean, it would be unimaginable that you yeah. couldn't talk to somebody at T-Mobile or Verizon or your power company or, or a newspaper or the TV station or your doctor's office. But for some reason, when it's an internet company, we totally think it's acceptable that we're just going to fill out forms mm-hmm. and then they go into this big, dark black hole. Okay. Well, the good news is, yeah. is that uh, Facebook says they are going to start opening a customer service line at someday soon. Hopefully. Maybe. They are. They swear. Pinky swear. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there was there was the idea, and and I don't think this actually works anymore, in order to get a hold of somebody at Facebook, because it is impossible, Bruce. It's just, it's impossible. And you are in a, a situation that I hear about so often. And you're right. I mean, then they are tricky in trying to get you to give four-digit numbers and phone numbers and things like that. But there was a thought that you could... Uh, you could use an Oculus Quest because it's made by Meta. Meta owns Facebook. And because you needed to use your Facebook account to log in to using the headsets. So a lot of people were buying these $300, $400 VR headsets just to get into their accounts. But uh, I think Facebook realized that that's what people were doing in order to just get their face. And then they were taking the Oculus Quest uh, you know, VR headsets back to wherever they bought them. Uh, that they mm-hmm. shut that they just shut that down on August 23rd. Now, mm-hmm. you might be able to try, and I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, if you had the login saved on another computer, another device, or whatever, because they've probably changed the password, so there's just no way you can get into it. Um, did right. you have? Did you? Did you by chance uh, fill out that anywhere it said like somebody could have? be the double authenticator to your account. So if you were locked out of your account, that you could, you, that other person could petition to have your account reinstated? Or did you ever set up a legacy account? No, okay. Because uh, no, that's. I never set up anything like yeah, that. Because that might have been a way to get in the back door as well, is the legacy, you know, whoever you said mm-hmm. had, was the legacy person that they could possibly get in. Uh, barring that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I can try to see if I can find somebody at Facebook for you uh, because I know yeah. it's just so frustrating. And I have a link, but I'm sure, well, you, I'm sure you filled out all the forms that you could in order to get it back, right? Right. And the, the main, you know, I wouldn't use it as much, but I'm, I'm, I'm networked into my, my, my West Point Academy um, groups. And everything on Facebook, and also I have a lot of friends, and I um, one of my classmates died of ALS, and I do um, for the Golden West chapter of of ALS um, wow. Association. I do triathlons for you know you know, and I encourage other people to do triathlons to honor Kevin Heller. And in fact, I'm doing an Ironman. In a, in about a week and a half, and I wanted to be able to, you know, I'm the workaround now is to contact classmates and contact other people to post stuff on Facebook on my behalf, um, so that you know I'm trying to get revenues and things like that, as well as have the awareness of the uh, of um, of 
the the number of service people that have been yeah. stricken with ALS and from class of 1980 to 1990 I've got five five grads have died and there's one grad right now who's you know our you know um, football hero Chuck Schretzman from Army football and mm-hmm. uh, warrior um, and he's and right now he's struggling with struggling with it. And so, so let me, I so, just wanted to be able uh, to get on Facebook. No, and I understand that. So, so Bruce, is, can you just fire up another account? I could fire up another account. I think yeah, that's. I think that's, that's your. Uh, I think that's. You know. I think that's going to be your only option right now. Uh, I wish that I had some magical wand that I could. And you sound like such a great person. You do, and and I know how hard it is to train for a triathlon. Not that I could ever do it, but I imagine. The little running that I do, I feel, you know, four or five miles is is nothing compared to what you're training for. And I, I commend you for doing mm-hmm. that. And, and I also thank you for your service. And I wish there was something, something that I could do for you. I really do. You know, why don't you, for the sake of time, why don't you fire up another Facebook account just so that this way you can have uh, interaction with all your friends and, and people that are following you and uh, and do set up that legacy and alternative contact within that Facebook account. So that could be a way, as I mentioned, to maybe get that account back in case you ever get scammed again. And hopefully, you know, Facebook will and will actually put together a whole customer service department that they should have had when they started out all those years ago. And if you want me to just see if there's somebody I can find, Bruce, I'm, I'm happy to go through my contacts. Uh, I, I can't promise you that uh, I'll get a, through 100% because they don't even respond to me half the time. Um, it's just a ridiculous outfit, really. It's just a ridiculous company, uh, just run by nincompoops, really. Is Why don't we go ahead and uh, why don't we g- give me your Facebook address, and if you still have that, and then I'll see if there's something I can do to maybe reach out to somebody at Facebook in their PR department. Maybe there's something we can do for you. And, and again, thank you for your call, and uh, good luck in that triathlon, although I think you're going to be kicking some butt. I can tell that just by talking to you. You're a great guy. All right, sound out for our digital privacy tip, and this week is brought to you by Total AV. All right, there has been some big news in iOS land and also Android land. We're talking about the new iOS 16. And then, of course, there's Android 13. So we put together this fabulous tip. Just listen to it. You can actually get all the links that you need and learn more about it over on the website, of course. But we're going to start with iOS 16. Now, it only works on iPhone 8 or newer. But with iOS 16, you now have something called pass keys that are more secure than two-factor authentication. It's never stored on a web server and actually stays on your device. And you can also use Touch ID or Face ID for verification. And you do have to have iCloud Keychain turned on and two-factor authentication enabled to use passkeys. But it's really sweet. You just just like touch your uh, your bar on your MacBook Pro or you hold your the phone up to your face and suddenly you can just log in. Now, there's also safety check. Now, this is really aimed at anybody who's in... Uh, uh, a relationship that they don't trust, the person they don't trust, or uh, domestic violence. And Safety Check will allow you to quickly stop sharing things like your location, and you can update your sharing and uh, text messages that all appear maybe only on your phone and not on your laptop or your MacBook, and, along with your phone. 
Uh, there's also emergency reset. It says it automatically. And so if you know somebody who's in a questionable relationship, a tough relationship, you definitely want to pass this information along to them. All right, let's move to Android 13. It also focuses on privacy and security. There's an updated privacy dashboard, and so you can go to settings and privacy. There's a photo picker. Uh, if you want to share an image on social media, that this way you don't, everybody doesn't get access to all of your photos and videos. There's notification permissions. There's something called cleared clipboard history. That's also very handy. And if you, again, if you want to learn more and read about it, so this way if you do have the brand new iOS, you know exactly what's in store for you, just head over to commando.com and you want to hit the link that says Kim's show. All right, still to come, you've been notified that your data has been leaked in a breach. So what do you do next? I have that answer. And of course, more of your phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show. All right. You can get paid to search. What? That's right. Microsoft is paying. They've been doing it for years. We've never tried it. Is that you're going to use Bing as your search engine. And when you have enough points, they're going to give you a gift card. And they seem to send to your email address within 24 hours. Now, you're not going to get rich. Okay, You maybe get five, $10 gift cards along the way. Uh, but in case you want to check it out, just go over to Bing and you want to sign up for an account. Let's see. David in Bloomington, Illinois. Hi there, David. Glad to have you with us today. Well, hello, Kim. It's nice to talk to you. Never thought I'd have a reason to call you, but here we are. Okay, um, have at it. Well, I recently had some insulation update to my house. Um, I installed a TV antenna in my attic and noticed the insulation was poor, so I contracted a company to update my insulation, and one of the things they did was put a product called eShield Okay. <clears throat> completely underneath my roof, so it's basically wrapping my house with an aluminum blanket. Okay. Well, since they did that, that rendered my TV antenna useless. Well, and also, my cell phone won't work inside my house. <clears throat> I'm currently sitting in my garage, a detached garage, talking to you because oh, my cell phone doesn't work in my house. All right. So I have a two-part question, one actually a question, the other a concern. Uh, the question is, is there a way to restore cell phone use without having to uh, rip that product back out and waste the money that I spent on that? Well, yes, you can You can get your cell phone coverage back. You can. But it's not going to be cheap, David. Um, you know, too bad they didn't tell you that this was going to happen when they installed it. Gosh, it seems well, like that should have been yeah, a the disclaimer. Guy, when, I, when, I brought that, when I brought that concern up to him, uh, after I talked to him after it was done, he said, didn't we talk about that? And of course the answer obviously is no, we didn't talk about that. Oh, well, that's, that would be something I would bring to the attention of the Better Business Bureau or write a review on Yelp well, when people look them up. Um, all right. So there's a product called WeBoost Home Complete Signal Booster. So here's how it works. You're going to put an antenna on your roof. You can either attach to the side of your house, or if you have, um, you know, maybe a, a ventilation pipe, you can actually attach it, attach it to there. And so that's going to be your cell phone antenna. 
and then you're going to run that cord directly into your house where it's going to plug into a box, kind of almost like a router type of situation. And then it's going to spread that cell phone signal all throughout your house. And the WeBoost product that I'm talking about does homes up to 7,500 square feet. So it's pretty powerful. Now, the downside to this, what do you think the downside is, David? Well, I I would guess it's out there on the airwaves where people can get it. Well, not that. The downside is the price, okay? I don't know how much you spent for the installation, but the solution is, I hope you're sitting down, it's $999, okay? Well, that's about a third of what it costs to get the problem installed. No, well, that's the, the, I, was, I like the way you put that, to get the problem installed. You know, I would definitely write a letter to whoever put this insulation in your house and see if maybe uh, they're willing to even split the cost with you. You know, maybe you offer them, say, listen, it wasn't the best deal. You should have told me this. You need somebody to sign that they actually understood what they were doing, what you were doing. And uh, it's 1000 bucks. Give me 500 and then I'll be a happy customer. That's what I would do, David. Thank you so much for your call. Stay right where you are. We have more of the show coming up. Okay, so you've been notified that there's been yet another data breach. What should you do? Okay, even if you've never had a data breach, head over to this website, haveibeenpwned.com. Okay, so if your account is on the breach list, change the email account, that online account's password. Be sure it's not the same or similar password as anything you're using anywhere else. Turn on two-factor authentication, change your security questions and answers, and finally, log out of all your accounts. Because when you log out of all your accounts, so will anybody else who's using it when they shouldn't be. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.